0: Not too long ago, I was made aware of something I didn't know existed, and evidently it's been around here for a while, and that is the St. Vincent de Paul Pharmacy. It's not a conventional pharmacy. In fact, it's a free pharmacy, which makes it particularly unique, and it's all part of the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Michael Pasolini is the CEO of the entire organization and consequently the pharmacy, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Thank you very much, David. I appreciate being on your show.
0: Well, well, let, let me just talk about the pharmacy first. So literally this is, I mean, it, it's a bricks and mortar pharmacy, right? Do you have a physical location and it's free?
1: Correct. It's it's a uh, stand-alone, stand freestanding, um, Class A pharmacy. Uh, and it's in the Vickery Meadows, er, Meadow area of Dallas. That's over by um,
0: Presbyterian?
1: Or- correct. Off of uh, Pineland Drive. And uh, we provide free medications to people who are uninsured and below 300% of the federal poverty level.
0: How do you, well, first of all, how do people find out about you? I guess they're referred to you?
1: Uh, Yeah, we have a a number of ways. Uh, The the first method, if you will, is that we get called uh, to provide emergency assistance to folks, um, whether it be rent, utilities, food, whatever. Uh, We will do a home visit with a particular family, and in that process, learn about their situation. And many times, uh, these families will have foregone uh, the medications that they needed to pay the rent or to try to pay a bill. End up getting sick or sicker, missing work, uh, going into the hospital. And now they're in a worse worse off situation. And when we discover those situations, we immediately get them uh, involved in applying for our program for the pharmacy. We also have a number of partnerships with other clinics uh, and those clinics as they um, provide their medical services, they'll send their prescriptions to us to be filled for those particular patients that they're seeing as well. Uh,
0: and again, you're talking about sorry, in, in the broad sense, the role of the St. Vincent de Paul society, which does an awful lot of good work and, in a lot of different areas. And you're funded what by, by the Catholic church? Or are you a separate organization?
1: Uh, we're, we're separate from the Catholic church in the sense that we're not directly uh, aligned into the, the organization itself. For example, Catholic charities of Dallas, is a sister organization. They are part of the Catholic church formally. Um, The Society of St. Vincent de Paul is a Catholic lay organization. It's an international organization. It's headquartered in Paris and here in the United States, it's headquartered in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, But we serve in the diocese of Dallas, the nine counties that make up the diocese. And so we have to raise our funding separately um, through private, you know, uh, donations, through foundations, uh, through a variety of techniques to uh, allow our operations to continue to, to provide this assistance, whether it be for the, the emergency assistance or more for the uh, what we call the systemic change programs, yeah. like the pharmacy program where we provide the free medications.
0: And that pharmacy, I would guess, in the last year or so, has, has played a crucial role. More and more people you know, trying to fight off COVID or the the effects of it. Uh, have you seen an increase in business?
1: Well, we yeah, we've seen a, a dramatic growth. Um, first of all, we're addressing a, a need that exists. Uh, it's a gap, if you will. When you look at the state of Texas, we have about four four just over four million people who are uninsured, and and then you look at how many of those. Uh, who are below 300% of the poverty level, and it doesn't change much. It goes from 4.7 to 4.1 million. So that's our potential audience of of people that we would be serving these free medications to. When COVID hit, we were were challenged with, number one, remaining operational, which we were able to do through the entire period of, of the pandemic. And number two, serving exactly what you pointed out, people who now have lost their jobs because of the the shutdowns, and they're still in need of medications. Uh, You know, I think of one particular family uh, where the father came to us for his uh, daughter's insulin injections, which he couldn't afford to pay because he no longer had insurance. And those run uh, about $750 for a 90-day prescription. Good, man. Yeah, so we're able to provide that to them for free, and you know that's that's a true blessing for them and for us to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, like I say, you 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 know Saint Vincent Saint Vincent de Paul Society is 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 active in a lot of different areas, but I'm intrigued that you want to have your that you need to have your own pharmacy, that you wouldn't I don't know uh, work out some sort of arrangement with an existing pharmacy. Uh, uh, you know, a CVS or Sam's or something or other. Why your own?
1: Well, it's it's probably the most cost-effective way for us to to, to deliver this capability um, to the need. Uh, first of all, we we didn't invent this concept. It, it, we already have nationally in, in the St. Vincent de Paul. Um, I think it was eight different charitable pharmacies already operating uh, in Louisiana in uh, Wisconsin in, in, uh, other areas as well. And we benefited from their experience, their years of experience, probably the most, uh, extensive was in Cincinnati, Ohio, where we have a St. Vince ball pharmacy and the model basically allows us to receive free medications from a national dispensary. It's referred to as the dispensary of hope that organization gets Uh, pharmaceuticals medications from the pharmaceutical companies that are overruns in, in certain areas and they give them to this dispensary of hope that to then turn around and give them to nonprofit organizations to distribute to the to the the people who are in need and we have to pay for the distribution of those medications but that's the only cost we have we receive that medication uh, and then we turn around and, and get provided to the people we're serving. On average, you know, an average cost, retail cost for that medication is about two hundred dollars for a thirty-day supply. So where we pay a distribution cost, we don't pay anywhere near that amount of expense. Where no. we're able to provide the medication in a much more cost-effective. But but, but do you?
0: Ha- but what about the breadth of offerings? Do you get? You have free access to. To anything you
1: need, uh, just about. I'll just say it that way. Really, um, we started out with uh, you know the very basic medications of addressing cholesterol or diabetes or blood pressure or inhalers, you know those types of things, and we've continued to expand our formulary as we've increased the number of people we're serving. Now it just so happens that there are certain medications we can't get through the dispensary. So we've established relationships with other organizations, with other, even the pharmaceutical companies to get access to other medications. And we also purchase med- medications at a discounted price and make those available to, to complete the, the rounding out, if you will, of the formulary.
0: That's fascinating. It's a, it's a, it's a fascinating, unique model. So one last thing, so the delivery, why you have only one location, does everybody uh, come to you or do you, you- no, that's
1: a that's a great question. We've set up the, the model to be a distributive model. That is, yes, they can come to our location and give us a prescription and we'll fill it for you and give it back to you. But we set it up such that we have a, a, a courier service such that if you went to a clinic, let's say in McKinney, and you went to the clinic and were prescribed some medication they in turn send us the prescription we fill it we then use our overnight courier service and send it back to the person to their home address so they were you know we are able to get that medication delivered to them and this is an important component because this allows us to expand beyond just the diocese of dallas to the rest of texas yeah. which is our plan uh, to expand the operation so that we can serve that four million people I I talked about earlier, uh, that we can provide overnight to various locations throughout the state of Texas that same capability, and doing it as a Society of St. Vincent de Paul operation.
0: That's outstanding, and, and not just not just Catholics. Just I mean, you'll
1: anyone who's in need, heathen, heathen just...
0: heathens alike, right?
1: <laughs> all of us sinners are entitled <laughs> yes
0: michael pazellini is the ceo of the st vincent de paul society for north texas and talking about his pharmacy today good work thank you very much for the time i appreciate it
1: i appreciate that time david thank you and uh, keep up the good work
0: thanks a lot for more of our conversation with mr pazellini go to krld.com ceo i'm david johnson news radio Today, kRLD